What happens when three women who love the supernatural get together? You're about to find out. This is episode 7 of Let's Get Mystical. This is episode 7 of Let's Get Mystical. Today we have a interview with Dr. Mary Barrett, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about our usual fun stuff. How you doing, Lynn? I am fabulous. That's great. So, unlike previous weeks, I have not watched any TV to report. I'm still watching Vikings. <laughs> That's what we watch every night when I get done writing. Listeners are probably going to be shocked that I just said those words, because... I cannot believe the small amount of TV that I've been watching this week. And everything I have watched is not supernatural. That just seems like you're a little busy. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> if you're busy, you don't have time to watch TV. Everybody's well, always yeah. telling me to watch these shows, and I don't stop writing until like 7 or 8 o'clock. And it's not just writing, as you know. Yeah. got the podcast and the YouTube and everything else. Well, like I said last week, usually I can watch TV while I'm doing stuff, but it just hasn't. I mean, I've been turning just turning on Golden Girls because it just needed noise, and I haven't been committed enough, I guess. But I still have a lot of Shadowhunters to finish, so I think I'll get back to that this week. For those who haven't figured it out yet, Genevieve is an old soul. <laughs> yeah, well, Golden Girls and her crushes Matthew J. What, what, Matthew J. Fox is that Michael? Name? Michael J. Fox. <laughs> There's he more to it than you even know because I watch old shows like. Um, Night Court and Bewitched. And <laughs> you realize Night Court was on when I was a kid. Like, I watched that when it was on. I love Night Court. Oh, my God. I hope God. they don't ruin it when they bring the remake. Or Actually, it's not really a remake. It's a it's a sequel. So, See, I like old, old. Like, I love uh, Andy Griffith's show and, and, like, the old black and white movies. But I, anyone I who knows that. me knows I like old stuff. I watched that, but I can't re-watch that. It's only something I could watch once. Andy Griffith show? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. So, since I haven't been watching TV, I was listening to an audiobook, so I have that to talk about. What book? It is called Spiral of Need by Suzanne Wright. It's part of her Mercury Pack series. Ooh. It's narrated by Jill Redfield. And it's a, she's a great narrator. The only thing that I found that was a little off about it was there's times where it's obvious she stopped the recording and then started up later on in like in the middle of a sentence. So there, there's a little bit of transition issues. But other than that, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to read the summary here. It says, Allie Marshall isn't just a wolf shifter. She's a seer. But a girl doesn't exactly need special powers to know that Darren Hudson despises her entire kind. Disdain practically rolls off the beta of the Mercury Pack. Disdain mixed with a healthy dose of desire. And no matter how much the ruggedly handsome male appeals to her, this is one call of the wild she's determined to ignore. After one betrayal too many, Darren doesn't, much, doesn't have much use for Sears, except for Allie. Forced into acting as her protector, he finds himself intensely and passionately drawn to the woman he incites, who incites his primal instinct to claim. And when enemies target the pack, Allie's gift may be just what the Mercury pack needs. Can he put his distrust, distrust aside, or will he force himself to turn his back on the one woman who makes his inner beast howl? The audiobook was 10 hours and 40 minutes, and I finished it in three days. 
Okay, is this a YA or an adult? Because that sounds it's so good. It's oh, adult. Oh, I, yep. I think I've been looking for a new read, so I might have to check that out tonight. It's, like I said, it's part of a series, so I'm going to be looking into the other ones, but um, probably not audiobook because I'm broke. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. I'm always, always looking. If anybody has suggestions, email let's get physical podcast dot uh, what is it at gmail.com because i'm always looking for new reads let's try that again let's get mystical podcast at gmail i totally <laughs> said let's get physical didn't i <laughs> yes you did because every time we get ready to start in my head i'm like let's get mystical mystical that's and what whole... y'all don't see is i'm dancing in my seat right now that's the whole part of the pun of the title you know <laughs> <laughs> dang it Man, I screwed that up. But see, there's a reason I'm called the hot mess author. Because I'm a hot mess. That's why you have me on here, isn't it? Comic relief. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, I had one that I was going to read next, but it has disappeared. Oh, there it is. It's called The Witch's Heart by Valia Lind. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm always, always looking for, I told you I was reading this one that I really, really loved. And then it went downhill because it was like, and I'm all about sex scenes, you know, that's what I write, but they need to be in the right time. You cannot be running from a bad guy and have sex because mm, yeah. the bad guy's going to catch up with you. And then I started reading another book that I was totally into and it just like, like they put the brakes on all the story, story, story. And I didn't know what else to put. So we're going to put this in here. Mm. So, and then the ebooks I'm going to be reading. Um, one is a very shifter holiday boxed set by Sedona Venise. I have no idea pronouncing these right or not, but and then also Gray River Shifters by Christina Weaver. I'm a little bit worried about that one because it is Gray River. I'm kind of just gonna ignore your books while I read it because <laughs> I don't want to screw them up. Big River and Gray's Wolf. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. <laughs> uh, and then the hardcover I'm going to be reading. Yes, I'm reading a lot because I have been slacking. So it is called Skin of the Sea by Natasha Bowen. This one I'm going to read the blurb because it's awesome. It says, a way to survive, a way to serve, a way to save. Simi prayed to the gods once. Now she serves them as Mami Wada, a mermaid, collecting the souls of those who die at sea and blessing their journeys back home. But when a living boy is thrown overboard, Simi does the unthinkable. She saves his life, going against an ancient decree. And punishment awaits those who dare to defy it. To protect the other mermaids, Simi must journey to the supreme creator to make amends. But all is not as it seems. There's the boy she rescued, who knows more than he should. And something is shadowing Simi. Following the Something is shadowing Simi. Something that would rather see her fail. Danger lurks at every turn. And as Simi draws closer. She must brave vengeful gods. Treacherous lands. And legendary creatures. Because if she doesn't. Then she risks not just the fate of the mermaids. But also the world as she knows it. This one is a YA. Ah. I can't, you know, I guess because of my age and I just, I can't get into the YA world very well. Well, you're going to, cause you're going to read mine. This is true. But yeah. I, I was already reading it and already loved it. So. You're my alpha reader. You have no choice. <laughs> not, not the beta reader. I'm the alpha reader. And this one is a YA um, book club 
edition from Barnes and Noble. So interesting to read it. I've been craving going to Barnes and Noble lately. Just, I just, just went again walk yesterday around. and I should not have. I spent way too much money. <laughs> you know, I can go in there not looking for anything and still spend money at Barnes and Noble. Never fails. <laughs> well, yeah, because even fails. before I even picked up any books, I picked up journals. So it's like, yeah, Barnes you and Noble's dangerous. Journals. Well, these, See, these ones actually weren't uh, bullet journals. They were actually just like um, lined journals. And I'm going to use them as notebooks to write my books. Yeah, see, and I, I have so many notebooks. I can't give you any trouble about having all the journals when I've got a thousand notebooks. <laughs> when the kids would be done with school, I'd be like, no, and I'd keep them and just rip out their homework, and I had a notebook. <clears throat> I don't even know how many I have at this point. So we had a nice, long conversation with Mary Barrett today. Yes, we did. And you, for a change, <laughs> took point on the interview. Well, she's she's my my bestie. She's my sister from another mister. Hey, wait a minute. She, a, a sister from another mister. You're my bestie. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's I did that to Eddie. I'm like, who who's your favorite? I heard that <laughs> in the interview on your podcast. <laughs> you put him on the spot with that question. <laughs> And then I cut him off. I'm like, CJ, I'm his favorite. So anyways, <laughs> so he couldn't correct me. <laughs> but funny thing is, most of us authors, you know, we talk on Facebook and you and him and one other person, there's only a few people in the Facebook world that I talk to outside of the Facebook world. So we text or talk on the phone or whatever. But yeah, my podcast, The Hot Mess Writer's Life, we had Eddie Edward Hancock II on that was fun. But yeah, Mary, Mary is legit. She is the real thing when it comes to psychic mediums. She made me cry. And when you guys listen to the, the following podcast, you'll understand why. Following interview anyway. You know what? <laughs> you Don't keep worry. correct me. I'm at the end of my dang I'll, I'll Botox. Edit, I'll edit out the podcast word because you could just say- I'll leave- just leave it in. They all know I'm a damn hot mess. <laughs> well, it, I, we'll see. Because it could just say when you listen to the following and then. Yeah. And then cut me off. <laughs> no, and then just take out the word podcast so that the rest of it still makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, it's, no, it's no secret that I'm a freaking hot. Yeah, I'm at the end of my Botox. So I'm like, my brain is starting to get foggy again. But, you know, I haven't had a single migraine this last round. Not one migraine this last round. You know what? Since this is just a short episode, maybe I'll just won't edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let them hear who we really are. You, you, everybody thinks they, that's why I don't like on, you know, a lot of these YouTube channels and stuff. They try to make their lives look like they're so pretty. In reality, podcasters, authors, creatives, we're a mess. Yeah, I, I watched a YouTube video. One of the authors said that she feels that like YouTube and even like TikTok and stuff is all highlights. Yes. Yeah. That's why I don't know if you if you watch the vlog. Well, of course you do. But my vlogs, you'll see me wearing my lounge pants and tripping over Christmas ornaments. And yeah. that's real life. That's who we really are. Maybe there is somebody out there that has their life together. I've yet to meet one. But it's, I, the only time I ever edit out of my podcast is when like somebody says the F word or something like that. Because this is real life. <laughs> yeah, I try not to edit too much of this podcast either, but some things happen, you know, where you don't have a choice. So, yeah, like dog shaking collars. But yeah, people, this is us. This is this is a lot of times gets cut out. But now you see Jen and I are both hot messes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And 
we get some more insight into ourselves in the interview. So let's get to that. I'm ready. The shifter world was turned upside down when Nova joined Big River Pack and mated with the Alpha. It set off a chain of events that exposed many enemies of their kind. Big River Pack thought humans would be their undoing, but they come to realize the fight comes from within. Saving lives or saving hearts, they've made it their mission to protect everyone who needs it. In this five book series, you'll find action, adventure, humor, and of course, love. Pick up the box set on Amazon today and discover how true love can be found even in the heat of battle. Big River Pack by Lynn Howard. Welcome, Mary Barrett. Hi, hi, thank you. (laughs) Mary Barrett is a psychic medium among many, many things. I was checking out your website and it had all this list and then it said, et cetera, or, and more, you have quite a resume. Yep, I do. Not only that, but, um, I'm also a doctorate student. So yeah, I've done a lot. Doctorate's for what? What's the doctorate Um, for? It's in human services, but, uh, leadership and organizational, and uh, it just helps me, you know, it's something I wanted to do. So I do it. And it does help me in my other work also. Well, I want to tell the story about how you and I met, which actually I did remember that we met before that year. It was 2015. Your mother was there. So we met at Ashmore States a year before you made me cry. I was remembering that because I think we have a picture on Facebook of you and me in 2015. Oh, okay. I thought so. Yeah, so you were right. Yeah. So the way way Mary made me cry and how we became friends, my daddy died in 2016. He was in his semi. Now at this point, you know, I'm not releasing a whole lot of information on Facebook and all that because I'm still grieving. It was like two months later. She came in and she starts talking about my daddy and she's making her hands in this like big steering wheel motion, like a semi. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she says, and he wants to know why you were yelling at the fish. Now, my betta fish had died like a week after my daddy. And I'm like freaking out like, why did you have to die right after my daddy? No one knew about that. No one was home. Up until that point, I was kind of skeptical of psychic mediums. But Mary made me cry in the middle of a convention in front of so many people. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not a pretty crier. I'm not a pretty crier. Well, at least you got your message. That was the important part. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the question he'd wanted to ask me, too. So we were wondering about about being a Christian while being a psychic medium, because, you know, there are some that say, you know, if you're a Christian, obviously those things, you know, aren't accurate. If you are a psychic medium or you are, you know, a paranormal, whatever, that is coming from somewhere else. Can you... Give us your opinion on that. Do you believe, obviously, that Christians can be attuned to other things? 
Yes, and I'm going to tell you a little story about that. I was I was going to this church, and um, they found out that I was doing this work. And the minister called me into the church, and he started reaming me and knew you know what. So I was really upset. I left the church. I ended up calling my old church where I'm from and talking to the new minister there. And he tell he told me he did the exact same thing that I do. And I'm like, wow, okay, we talked for two hours. And then I started going to this new church here. And um, I talked to the minister. He says, Mary, as long as you don't use any tools, you are a real prophet. And I said, well, I don't use any tools. And he said, you are a real prophet. He read my first book also. And um, yes, I believe that the information and how I get to do what I do comes from God. Because I feel God wants the other side to know that everything's okay. And the other side wants us to know that they are at peace and they are they are okay and they are still with us, even though we cannot see them. So I think God opens that door. I've always been a Christian. I've always believed in God. And I don't always go to church, but um, the church is in me. So, yeah, I do believe you can be a Christian and do this. Some of the things that I was looking at the website, the aura reading. I don't think you've ever told me about that. Um, yeah, I can look at people and read their auras, what color they are, and um, kind of what their personality is like, or if they have a lot of gunk in them, like in a lot of negativity, or if they're, you know, clear. And I do that with my Reiki too. Like I can go through, or my chakras, I can go through and tell you if you're having a problem with your stomach or your head or your spine. So, yeah. Has what there ever been a person that you couldn't read? No, not really. I've been lucky. I've been able to read. Yeah. Like I said, this comes from God. So, yeah. What color is my aura? Well, I would really have to see you, but no. <laughs> um, I pick up with you yellow and white. White, oh, you know, okay. you're really good. Yellow, well, we all know you're a little hyper. <laughs> <laughs> Not a secret, but, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, you, you've really got a good aura. You know, um, I don't really feel anything bad around you, no negativity or anything, just that you've gone through a lot of crap and it's kind of neutralizing. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Mary and I hit it off immediately from the first moment we met. If I'll have to find the picture to send to you, Jen, of us like squeezing each other, hugging like the first day we met. That's nice when you connect with somebody like that. Now yeah, I had absolutely. a question about auras too. Um, so not everybody knows the different meanings of the different colors. And I was told once that my aura was blue and white, but was never told why. Is there something you could explain about that, Mary? You know what? 
I don't go by the handwritten auras. I go by what they feel like to me. So, I mean, I could probably give you a different description. I feel a lot of purple around you. And that's good because that means there's um, like psychic energy around you. And you do have some gifts, whether you know it or not. I don't know you. I've just met you. But um, I feel that... You know, with the blue, it's you're getting justice for what, you know, you have gone through in life. But I think that you've graduated to purple, which means that you're relaxed and you're kind of intuitive also. So um, you're good to go. <laughs> you're good to go with that. That's interesting that you say purple and with that description, knowing that you've never met me, because actually I do have some abilities that I don't really tell everybody but i have been sort of revealing some of them on this podcast so it's very interesting that that's what you came up with yep like i said i get my information and i go with it not all information is what everybody wants to hear because i have no filters i'm kind of like lynn there <laughs> but uh, that's for uh, sure that's for sure <laughs> I have no filters and I uh, just go with the flow. What comes out of my mouth sometimes shocks me also, but you know, I just tell it like it is. Jen, I don't think I told you she gave me a message from my uh, deceased ex-husband before she even knew that I, I hadn't put on Facebook yet that he had died. And she called me to tell me a message from my ex-husband, not knowing that he had passed. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously she knew, but I hadn't put it on Facebook yet that he had passed away. Right. <clears throat> it's interesting. I wonder if you had never met Mary, if you would ever have believed everything that I've been telling you. <laughs> uh, you know, I, my mom and I always talk about how women are always more intuitive than men, or maybe we're more accepting of it because she and I both, she doesn't have as sensitive as I am. I can come up on a person and be like, no, uh-uh. She doesn't feel the same irritation, I guess, that I do of bad people. And, and she's believes me because she's experienced it, but I can walk past and feel an energy, a ghost, a spirit, whatever it is. And I'd be like, Hey mom, come here a second. And I see her react. I'm like, yep, you felt it too. So all my, my two sisters, myself and my mom all are intuitive, but psychic mediums and, and Mary can vouch for me. I didn't really believe in them before her because every psychic medium that I'd talked to before her gave me nonsense. I had one try to talk to me about my daddy who was a tall blonde man. My daddy's five, eight and had black hair. Um, you know, things when, how, when I was pregnant with my daughter, she was a, a perfect being. My daughter's adopted. I've never been pregnant in my life. You know, Mary's the first person that just came up and was like talking to me about my daddy. I'm like, wait, how do you know about my daddy, you know, or call me to tell me that my dead ex-husband who she didn't know, I didn't put on Facebook that he was dead at this point, but she called me to let me know that he was, you know, he was apologizing for some things in the past that again, I don't share a lot of my personal life on Facebook. You guys see the good. I don't often share the bad. When I share the bad, you know, I'm really, really hurting. So for Mary to know, or do you remember when I called you, Mary, because at one spot, on the highway, I said, do you, can, do you, can you pick anything up? Because there's this one spot. I don't know if I told you, Mary, I found out what that spot was. There was a fatal accident right there. So wow. somebody's still in that area. Yeah. It, I, I always thought I was having panic attacks 
but it would clear when I passed through it. And my mom's like, cause I, I called you. I'm like, do you feel something here? I was going through that spot and you said, I, I feel, I feel something. I hear something. You're going too fast. And I called my mom like that day. And she's like, Oh no, there was a fatal accident right there. So you felt it and you heard something, but I'm going 60 miles an hour and I'd been feeling right. it, but I had no idea what it was. But yeah, before Mary, I was very skeptical of psychic mediums. The other things, you know, I do feel energies and I do feel spirits, ghosts, whatever they are. But no, I was very skeptical until Mary. Well, then I'm going to say thank you to Mary because it's without you, I wouldn't have somebody to talk to when I have to deal with ghosts and everything and they're getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, she she has quite a few interactions with them with them clamoring at her. Yeah, she, uh, Genevieve, you're going to open up even more. So just be prepared for whatever hits you. More is a little scary, honestly. Um, and this actually comes into one of the questions I was going to ask you, and that is, do you have any personal ghosts, ones that hang around you, um, whether you have to help them move on or anything, but ones that are attached to you for one reason or another? Well, my parents, for one, um, my ex-husband for another. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I do have spirits and they do come to me. You know, I believe my place is haunted. I have 15 acres and um, there's been some unexplainable stuff that's happened. And I, we were on the we were on the tier uh, the Trail of Tears. And I believe that a lot of those souls are here in my yard. So I have caught, I've got pictures. If you look at my, my website, you should be able to see them. Um, ever since we moved here, my son has seen a guy with a top hat. And I actually got his picture. Um, I was talking to my son and I went to snap a picture on my son. And there was that spirit in the window, um, hiding kind of behind a curtain because he was looking in the house. So um, I had a team come to my house, a paranormal team, uh, which I'm kind of sort of on, but um, they've got a picture of my mom, my dad, and I saw the shirt my mom had on and my little brother that died at six weeks. So yeah. I have a lot going on here. Interesting. I have ghosts that I call cold cases because I find that when I one comes to me, I it's my mission to help them move on one way or another. Whether they do or not, I don't know. But, you know, I help them and they, I never see them again. But I have some that I haven't been able to help for one reason or another and they just stick around. So I was curious whether you had anything like that. Not really. I mean, this is like a portal. My place is a portal. They come in, they go. They come in, they go. I mean, um, they'll walk into the bathroom or uh, they'll open the door for me if I'm going into the bathroom and then they'll close it after me. And a lot of activity happened in my old house, my old place up up the hill from where I'm at now on my property. That seems to be a hot spot. Interesting. 
I never told you guys, my husband told me recently that uh, the house that they lived in when he was a child um, was originally a Civil War hospital. And that I forgot the name of it, but right by it is, you know, there's burial grounds. And he's he promised me one of these days he'll take me because I want to feel the activity around there. I want to see how strong it is. I couldn't imagine with as sensitive as I am, I can't imagine living near a cemetery. Um, I no longer work at the funeral home, <laughs> but working there, I would feel them come up behind me and I'd acknowledge them. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I can't see you, but I acknowledge your presence. You know, I want to go to there in Tennessee with you, Mary. Wow. I'm sorry. If you hear my dogs walking around, she's wanting attention, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, Near near where you are, it's uh, not Millington, Mickey, Mickey, Tennessee. Mitchy, I think I, I've heard of it. I don't know where it's located though. Yeah, it's not too far from uh, Millington, Memphis, M- Memphis proper, I guess. Right, I've heard of Millington too. Um, I believe that's more over towards Memphis. Yeah, yeah, no. near that bridge. His his dad helped build that M bridge. Wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. Two, I'm two, two and a half hours from there. That's not too bad. When you move to the country, like an hour drive is nothing anymore. Oh, tell me about it. When I lived in the city, I would hate driving. But here I have to drive 45 minutes to get to a semi-big town. Yeah, it's 30 minutes highway driving doing 70 miles an hour to get to, you know, even a Walmart around here. But that's fine. I'm not... I don't want to be around as many energies, so I'm fine in my house. <laughs> right. Yeah, I pick up a lot of energies when I go out. Uh, I got to tell you a story. I was in Earthbounds in Jackson, Tennessee, which is um, a metaphysical store. And it's funny because I looked at this lady and her daughter and I saw a spirit following them. And of course, I go up to them. My daughter's with me. She's hiding. She's hiding behind this rack of stuff. So they don't see her, but she can see us. And I went up to the lady. I said, excuse me. I said, this is no TV stunt. This is no bull crap. I'm a real psychic medium. And I wanted to let you know that you have a spirit following you. And I told her everything about it and everything. And she goes, okay, thank you. And I walk away and my daughter pops out and she's laughing. She goes, I cannot believe you walked up to somebody and told them. And funny enough, I totally believe that you did that. Yep. Um, That's you just walked in the room and told me that day at Ashmore and just like, blew my mind yeah like I said I just I just go with the flow I mean if I have a message to give somebody I'll give it to them you know it's not it's not something that I would make them pay for or anything like that because it's not about the money it's about giving people what they need to hear that's the problem I have with trying to help spirits is I've a huge connection with the spirits, but then when you're trying to connect with the people, you know, the living people that you need to talk to for them, that's my difficulty. Right. Um, and that could be really a handicap because sometimes like I'll get a message and I'm not sure who it's for, or I'll give a message to somebody that I really don't know. Um, but 
what I usually do is like, sometimes I'll put it up on Facebook. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you know, here you go. So my people are kind of used to me now. <laughs> they know that, you know, I'll throw something out there. Any messages for either of us? <laughs> Lynn, I get you talk too much. <laughs> Go figure, right? Oh, that's daddy. That's my daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's either my daddy or my ex-husband. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> I feel like it's your daddy. And I, you know, I feel like your ex is right there too. But, and there's a woman there also. But yeah, I'm getting... I'm getting you talk too much. Genevieve, I'm getting for you that um, you need to prepare yourself for an opening, which I already told you, but it's a lady and she's telling me to tell you not to be scared. It's just a process. Interesting. I don't know who that would be. She's also telling me to pull up your pants. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah, she feels like she might be your grandmother or an aunt. Mm, more than likely would be an aunt because the only grandmother I have that has passed, I didn't really know at all because I was only a baby. So you don't have to know them. They come anyway. True. But it's something like, are you losing weight or something? Not that I know of. Been a long time since I weighed myself, though. Because it feels like your pants are loose, and that's why they're saying pull up your pants. Maybe they're saying, maybe they're saying pull up your big girl panties and start listening to Lynn. <laughs> that would be it, also. Full disclosure: it. I'm wearing pajama pants, so <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm totally wearing pajama pants. <laughs> you know, lounge that, pants. Lynn, you might be correct. It might be pull up your big girl pants because. She's about to get hit. It's not a bad thing. No. Oh, you know me. You know me and the unexpected. It's all scary. Oh, see, I love the unexpected. I love surprise. Don't tell me it's a surprise. I don't like suspense, but I like surprises and I love change. I am that person that loves change. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I could do with no changes for a while. <laughs> well, I keep telling my husband something's coming. And normally when I say that, well, not normally. Every time I say that I'm correct, I'm hoping this time it's good. Because the last few times I've said something's, something's coming, something's coming, it's been not good. And not something I had to go into therapy for one of them. But hopefully this time the something coming is something big for me with all right. the work I've been doing. Well, I'll tell you, um, I hear things like the other day I kept hearing sirens. And I'm like, oh, shoot, no. I'm like, anybody else hear them? No. Two days later, my husband was in the hospital. So I just, I hate that something's coming, but you don't know what it is. And it makes you really nervous. So, yeah. I think things are going to be on the uprise for you, Lynn. I do think that things are going to start getting a lot better. Um, people that have been a pain in the butt to you will kind of come around a little bit. So you have a lot that's so. coming for you. Yeah. I hope so. Before we wrap up, can you tell us a little bit about your radio show that I may or may not have been a guest on? 
<laughs> um, it's the Rift Radio um, on Blog Talk, and I'm on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Central with my co-host, Stephanie. And there's a lot of different shows on that network. And Howie O'Dell is the founder and owner, I should say co-founder. Um, the other co-founder passed away, I think it was two years ago, Sheila Gray. But um, yeah, we're there. We're talk we talk about the paranormal, of course. We talk about everything. And sometimes it's just a gab session. But it was great to have you on there. And we're gonna have you on again. So Oh, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, it's on tonight, as a matter of fact. So come and listen and catch me up on Facebook and say hi. Yeah, people were sending you questions during it. Right. Yeah. We do get a lot of people who listen. Um, uh, they a lot of them don't call in because they don't want their voices heard, but they'll ask questions through texting or whatever. When Rick Rose was around, if I was on a live blog, he'd always call in. I miss Rick. Uh, what conventions are we going to see you at this year? Um, I don't know yet. I do not have anything planned because there's a lot of stuff I have. Um, a grandson that's graduating from high school, his brother's graduating from eighth grade, and their little brother is going to probably start pre-K this year. And their parents work night, so I take care of the kids. So, plus, as you know, we bought a new travel trailer, so we're going to be out this summer a lot with trying to finish up my graduate class. I just have yeah, one I'm big paper to write and get it approved. And then I graduate. At this point, the only one I have planned is uh, Silicon, but you know, that's, it's only March. Well, I've been asked to attend one in Michigan, but I can't say much about it because it's just in the works now. It's more of a charity, um, you know, Paracon, but uh, yeah. But other than that, since COVID's hit, I really haven't been going to any of the conventions. Exactly. Well, that was an interesting interview, Mary. Um, we have one final question for you that every guest has to answer on this podcast. Um, normally, we ask if they've had any supernatural or paranormal encounters, but since you obviously have, I was wondering if there's a story you'd like to tell about when your abilities have shocked even you. Not really. I'm sorry. Not really. Because like okay. I said, I go with the flow. So um, all of it shocks me, really. I was at this party one time and this girl was there and her husband passed and he just wanted to talk about his sex life. And, oh man, some of the stuff he came out with and some of the stuff she told me to keep saying was, it was really funny, but I was embarrassed for her, but she was among friends, so she didn't care. But no, Shaq, not really. I've heard it all, seen it all. That one's really um, shocking in my ears and uh, something that I think probably Lynn can relate to since she writes uh, such sexual books. <laughs> they're not dirty books. We're <laughs> <laughs> saying they're dirty, but we are saying, man, they're hot. Nothing they are hot. hot. I had Definitely to put that not. in there because Mary mentioned it on the radio show. So I had to have it said again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. 
I've read some of her books and they're like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for everybody to read the new one. Even Jen is seeing a little bit of a teaser of like the first chapter. And normally my editor gets to read a whole lot, but this one I'm super excited about. It's got all kinds of supernatural in it. Great. That'd be something to look forward to. (laughs) Before we end, Mary, can you give us your uh, website again? www.marybarrett.org. And they can contact you through there or Facebook, correct? Yes. This was fun. We got to do this again for a longer segment because I have so many more questions. Will you come back? Of course. Just let me know when so I can clear my calendar. We'll set you up for season two. Yes, because we're taking a break during the summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I take a break at Christmas. Just to know all of Mary's links will be in the show notes for anybody that is looking for her services or would like to speak with her. Great. Well, thanks guys for having me on. It's been fun. Thank you for coming on. This was a blast. Jeveny, just be be ready. Seriously, you, <laughs> might, you might want to light some white candles to help you with your grounding. Uh, it's funny that you say that. I actually had one lit before the show. Okay, there you go. When you feel <laughs> overwhelmed, just light one. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Would you like to have early access to all the episodes of Let's Get Mystical? How about the opportunity to ask questions of our guests? Visit www.patreon.com slash Genevieve Scholl and support the show for as little as $2 per month and become one of our treasured patrons. We'll even be providing a special video episode each month. We'd love to have you as a patron and we thank you for your support as we bring you everything supernatural. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash Genevieve Show. That was a really fun, albeit short, interview with Mary. She was limited on time, but I am just blessed that we had her on the show. Yeah, me too. And more than likely, we'll have her back in season two. Um, Don't usually repeat guests but because she was here so such for such a short time and we had so many more things we wanted to talk about i think we'll have her back yeah well if you read her blog her her uh bio it, it simply says you know medium certified hypnotist etc because she does so much in the paranormal world yeah yeah and we we barely touched the surface so yeah i can't wait to have her back next season so we can now you really made a comment in. about your husband's uh, where he used to live as a kid. <clears throat> yeah, and I didn't get to say this during the interview, but uh, I think we should have him on as a guest. Maybe talk about that place. Oh, <laughs> or because like you said, you, you told him he has to take you some point. So maybe when he takes you, you can record from location. Yeah, well, it's we don't get to Tennessee as often as we want to. I mean, his mom's still there, his sister's still there, family, but. You know, we both have crazy lives, but I could probably talk him into, it'll probably be short because, you know, he's a man and short attention span, but. Hey, well, and he's <laughs> not exactly, you know, he's not in the field or anything, so we no, don't have much to talk about. 
I'm sure he's got some kind of an experience that he can share with us from there because well, just hearing him talk about living there was fascinating. And does he like watch supernaturally stuff and everything too, or because his wife makes him? Oh, <laughs> so oh maybe oh here's an idea. Maybe we'll have him on as a guest to get some insight and some secrets into you. Oh, okay, that is off the table. <laughs> You know, when I used to do the live readings and my best friend would pop in, I'm like, don't ask Amanda anything. <laughs> don't ask her because we've been friends for 45 years. Don't ask her anything. <laughs> now, I'm sure, I'm sure he, and he's a creative as well. He's an artist. So, you know, yeah, the artist mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll just have him on instead of like a, a, a formal interview. Maybe we'll just have like the three of us talking. Yeah, just chat and we'll do a short like the podcast. For, yeah, for the, like the the entirety of the episode rather than doing the intro and then an interview. Maybe yeah. we'll just have him on with us. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do he'll do anything for me. Well, we'll 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 work it out for season two. How about that? That'll work. We can awesome. do the premiere for season two. Is us? Hey, we're back, and this time we brought along the old man. Well, I'm thinking, and this is the first time I've mentioned this to Lynn, so you all are hearing this the same time she is. But I'm thinking we might do a special off-season episode in October. Ooh. Because, you know, it's October and this is a Supernatural podcast. Spooky. Hmm. I have to figure I like out what that. it's going to be about, but we'll see. Um, so this basically is the end of episode seven. Very short episode. Um, but in April and the very beginning of May, since our season ends on May 6th, we are going to have some fantastic guests on i'm not going to mention their names yet just because they're not 100 percent cemented so but i have something up my sleeve that somebody local might actually be on and i have something up my sleeve that i think you guys are gonna love no now i don't know if i know what this is about you do we were just talking about it this morning and he said yes ah yes 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 that is one of the guests and i'm not gonna again not gonna mention names yet just because oh, so excited a lot of fun coming up. A lot yeah. of fun coming up. Looking forward to it. Me too. You ready to tell everybody goodbye? Yeah, I guess. We must say goodbye. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Thank you for listening to Let's Get Mystical. This podcast was hosted by Genevieve Scholl and Lynn Howard and produced by Genevieve Scholl. If you'd like to contact the hostesses, you can do so by emailing letsgetmysticalpodcast at gmail.com.